Hello, hello. Welcome back to the Music and Mindset Matters podcast. This is episode number three. I am your host, Christy Russell. And today on the podcast, I'd love to talk to you about toddlers and how music and movement activities can really support them and set them up to thrive physically, um, mentally, socially and emotionally. This is such a, um, an explosive period of the early childhood development. I mean, all, all sort of periods of development are explosive in their own ways, but toddlerhood is particularly big because there's so much, um, you know, during baby, when they're babies, sort of that first 12 months of life, there's a lot of behind the scenes development that we can't necessarily see, but then when they get to, you know, sort of that 12 months and on till up about three years, all of that behind the scenes development is coming out in full force. You know, the, the learning to um, walk, run, jump in terms of physical, um, coordinate their finger movements, um, whether it be, um, sorry, the fine motor, fine motor skills as well as large motor skills, what we call gross motor skills. So that's the physical side. Socially, they're learning that they are actually a person themselves, which might sound a little bit weird if you haven't done any study in early childhood, but I'll go into that a little bit later. Um, They're learning to recognize that, yes, they are an individual person and that there's actually other people that are different to them. They're learning how to um, speak verbally, uh, communicate verbally. They're learning how to wait patiently they're learning how to um, respond to instructions um, very simple instructions like okay let's put on your shoes um, let's you know put on your hat time to eat now bring me your bag things like that you know learning how to respond to instructions Um, learning how to so that's on a um, language and communication so they're also learning about emotions and, um, you know, reading, reading other people's emotions, knowing that, okay, well, when you, um, you know, if I bite my friend because, you know, they have the toy and I want it, well, they're probably going to cry. So it's learning about that consequence, cause and effect as well. So there's a huge amount of things that are really externally able um, to to be seen and often um, historically I think as well toddlerhood has been seen with a little bit of a negative spin I think like um, you know that oh toddler tantrums and you know I I think there's a bit of I don't think it's intentionally meant to be mean or um, putting down or anything like that but there's there's kind of this idea that toddlers need to be tamed or um you know it's just a wild period and you know we need to harness them and um keep them um sort of keep them safe that way and look any anybody who um, there's no judgment please don't get me wrong I'm not judging anybody um for trying to keep their toddler safe because you know they've learned to run of course they're going to want to run away from you not because they want to get themselves in in any kind of trouble but that they've learned this amazing new skill how cool is it to run <laughs> you know um it can be a really stressful time 
for parents and caregivers and educators because there's a lot of big emotions um, and we'll talk about that um, in terms of parents and caregivers and educators you know the adults being able to regulate their own emotions and how important it is to do that if you're going to be in a position to um, support your toddler to regulate their emotions anyway um, let's dive into it I will um, pause for a moment grab a drink and you can listen to my little intro and then we'll get straight back into it I'll see you in a sec Hello and welcome to the Music and Mindset Matters podcast. I'm your host, Christy Russell. I'm a music and mindset mentor and founder of Movers and Shakers Music. I'm also a trained early childhood teacher, piano teacher, musician, mum of two, wife and passionate Aussie entrepreneur. I'm on a mission to spread the magic and power of music and mindset to as many people as possible. Every day I tap into the power of music and mindset and every day I notice how much more focused, resilient and connected I am at work and at home. You could even say I am more in tune with myself and the world around me and I want that for you too. If you're passionate about early childhood education, curious about the relationship between music, mindfulness and the human brain, then this podcast is for you. Join me each week as I discuss all things to do with music, mindfulness, and why it matters so much to be advocating for this in early childhood. My goal is to inspire you with stories, research findings, and a whole heap of practical tips so that you can have the confidence and skills to embed music and mindset practices into your daily routines and your early learning programs. Because when we love music, we love learning, we love life. Let's tune in. Okay, welcome back. Like I said earlier, I'd like to talk to you today about toddlerhood and how music and movement activities can really support this stage of development um, in terms of their social skills, emotional skills, physical development. Now definitely language and cognitive development come into it as well, but I'm kind of Um, honing in on these three particular areas because we see so much of these three areas come out in toddlerhood you know I talked about um, the first 12 months of life being kind of a lot of behind the scenes development Um, but it's really really obvious when our um, toddlers are you know learning how to run learning how to jump I mean have you ever seen that stage just before they can lift two feet off the floor and then plant them down together at the same time and that's you know a jump that's a really tricky skill to learn um and so it's it's really obvious to see that and the social aspect of um sharing waiting the turn recognizing that well even though i want that truck i you know, I might not be able to get it straight away and um, I'm not really supposed to bite someone so that they'll drop it and give it to me. You know, that's not really the done thing. Like they, toddlers don't process that cognitively. They just want what they want. And in many ways, when we, when adults don't quite understand that developmental um, expectation, we can unknowingly put a lot of pressure 
on our toddlers to behave in a certain way. So that kind of went off the topic a little bit, but the important takeaway from that is when we have, even as a parent, not just an educator or someone that you know works with toddlers, when we have a general understanding of the um, of the sort of expected behaviour or expected um, ability at that age, around that age, we're more um, inclined to sort of regulate our own expectations um, in relation to that. Sometimes we might, if we don't know that, you know, biting is really just a way of communicating when we don't know any other way, we might attribute that behaviour as being a bad behavior or really naughty or you know that sort of old school way of thinking biting is simply an expression that you know we want something and we don't know how to ask for it or wait for it because we haven't yet developed the skills or the the healthier way to express ourselves so we as educators and carers and parents I'm including you in this we need to make sure that we have strategies and um, tools to support our toddlers to learn, um, you know, a, a helpful behaviour. It's And I, I really don't want to say, um, you know, I really don't want to use the terms of, uh, I, I want to use some positive ways of talking about it, regulation, you know, self-regulation, um, guidance rather than management. You know, we're not talking about managing behaviour, we're talking about guiding and supporting and, and you know, giving our toddlers the tools that they can, they can use at their own level. Um, so music and movement activities are a wonderful way to give them a safe fun environment to practice these skills in because that's really what they need they need a lot of practice at these skills just like adults you know when you're learning something new you need a lot of time to practice it you can't be expected to pick up a new skill just like that and you know get it right the first time you need a safe and secure environment within which to practice it and this is what music and movement does so for, I'll give you a practice practical example because I know sometimes too much talking sort of numbs your brain a bit so let's think about okay sitting in a circle because at this age um, many toddlers are able to to understand the concept with guidance of sitting in a circle a small group and we have a little drum this is one of the activities I love to do with my toddlers my toddler groups I work with we have one drum maybe two drums okay depending on how many you've got so if you've got like six or seven children one drum will be fine okay and we're going to practice the, the so the learning intention is to practice waiting patiently respecting other children you know that sense of community belonging to a community and waiting your turn and waiting patiently and then passing it on so all of those concepts are going to be practiced by putting some lovely music on or playing the ukulele or just singing if you're confident singing and we're going to say pass it to our friend we'll pass it to our friend hi ho the dairy oh we'll pass it to our friend and as we're singing the song or playing the song we're passing it along and encouraging each toddler to pass it on to the next person and then we'll stop stop the music and we'll say oh it's 
Alex's turn. Wow, let's have a play. Let's let Alex have a play first. And then Alex can play on the drum. And then we'll start the music again. And it's time to pass it on. <gasps> we'll pass it to our friend. That's right. And keep guiding them. If they're holding on to it and playing, let them have a little play now. Go, okay, it's time to pass it on. And you can hear in my voice that I'm speaking a little bit higher pitched. I'm speaking a little bit more animated because remember our musical sounds are going to be much more engaging for young brains than if we're just speaking like this. Okay, it's time to pass it on. Come on, pass it on. Hurry up, pass it on. You know, you can hear my voice is changing. It's sounding pretty cranky, isn't it? So when we, you know, I talk about this a lot in my blog, um, which I'll put the, the link to in the show notes. You know, I'm talking a lot about this in the blog where we, where we talk about musical input and how the brain really loves and attends to musical input that has a higher, uh, sorry, a higher variation in things like pitch. So ups and downs, highs and lows and a, sort of a rhythm to it rather than just a very monotone voice that's either really cranky or loud or, you know, I talk about that more in my blog. Um, like I said, I'll put the link there. Um, but that's kind of got me off my track a bit. What was I up to? Um, when we, yeah, so when we're using a song and we're physically, we're, so we're listening to the song, we're doing something physical, like passing it on. We're using names, so we're connecting with each child. Um, we are engaging them and we are connecting them in a fun environment. It's an environment, it's not threatening. It's fun. Everyone in a circle can see each other. They can see what's happening and they know that their turn is going to come. And when they get their turn, it's like, oh, wow, this is cool. It's my turn. You know, all of those feelings are going to be a lot more positive. Okay. And when you, how you can then relate this back into just normal play and um, play experiences outside of a music and movement activity is that you can bring that same kind of rhythmic guidance, verbal guidance. Like if there's, um, say those two of those children that did that music and movement activity, say they're arguing over, you know, wanting the same toy, you can bring that song. Oh, remember, it's Alex's turn now. It's Alex's turn now. Hi ho, the dairy. I will pass it to Alex, and then it'll be your turn. Okay, so let's go and play with, I don't know, the truck or something. I, I always think of trucks. Um, I, I think because, you know, that's that's often a really um, exciting toy to play with and lots of kids like to, um, lots of kids like to play with them. Um, but we use those, the same kind of um, language and communication that we used in the music movement program, we can then embed it into just our normal daily play routine things like that so another one that I love to do is um, when we do gather for any group times I always like to have a little bit of a ceremony around that you know a hello song hello how are you hello welcome you know use the children's names sometimes obviously if you've got like you know 15 or more children it'll take a little bit longer to get through everybody's names but if the moment is right those 15 children will wait for their names. They will wait for everybody else's names. And you can, 
you know, you can encourage them to say their own name or you can say, oh, who's this? And then the other children, you know, we're gaining a sense of belonging to a community, belonging to a group when we take the time to say names and make eye contact. And something that I do even with my youngest um youngest children that I work with I know we're talking about toddlers but even even before that it's really important to make sure that you're using the child's name and you're attending to them with your whole face your whole body and your eyes with a smile so um, toddlers I have found absolutely love absolutely love it when you say their name and you include them in that hello little ceremony and we can do it with a goodbye ceremony as well that's the important of that routine and and um, keeping them engaged with the names um, so you might be sitting down to a story time and you say oh it's story time it's story time hello John hello Emma hello Kate it's time for a book Oh, it's time for a story. I'm just making this up as I go. Um, I do have some specific songs that I have um, created myself that I use, but you might have something that you already use in your um, in your program. So the takeaways so far are using a small group activity or a larger group activity to and using the music um, to really support that waiting sharing taking turns okay because that's some really key things that need to be practiced um, during the toddler toddler age and another thing um, is emotional emotional emotions sorry and different states of emotion okay attributing crying and um, crying and the sad face you know I'm I'm my lips are down at the moment I'm, I'm frowning so I've got a sad face you can't see me but saying that you know I'm sad because um, I bumped my knee or I'm feeling a little cranky because I'm getting hungry you know attributing different emotions because of something you know it's really important to support children uh, support toddlers with their big emotions because sometimes they don't know why they're feeling and look sometimes adults don't know why they're feeling the way they are either um, so it's important to talk openly about emotions and not necessarily just be okay to sit with them and let them flow through you not to try and go okay stop crying or stop being angry you want to um, you want to um, what's the word I'm trying to think of you want to validate that emotion for whatever it whatever it is you know you don't just want to stop them from feeling what they're feeling um, whether it's you know any kind of emotion because it's important to feel that emotion run through you and then have the opportunity to if it is something like anger or sadness um, or frustration find ways to then come back to some kind of balance and soothing music can help a lot 
finding ways to breathe can help a lot so what something that I like to do at this age group you know they love imitating animals they're all about animals they're starting to recognize animal sounds animal movements something that I love to do is um, with the breathing is okay we're going to practice being um, a snake a slithering snake and we're going to breathe in through our nose where's our nose you know get them to find their nose and when we breathe out we're going to hiss like a snake and bringing their attention to their breath parts of their body um, can then later help when they're experiencing big emotions to oh remember let's pretend to be a snake let's do some breathing we're going to smell through our nose let's pretend to be a snake breathing out and do lots of other animals you could be um, a bee so breathing in let's pretend to be a bee we're going to breathe in and catch our breath and we're going to breathe out like a bee so using those things with music and movement activities can then later be used in moments where there's big emotions and there's needing to you know find a little bit of calm and self-regulation um, another one is, you know, I can um, I can remember doing a um, a bear, so feeling like a grouchy bear. Oh, what what does a bear do? Okay, let's take a big deep breath in, and we're gonna growl like a bear. So we're bringing, we're allowing whatever emotion it is, to it be expressed. But we're also, it's like we're sneaking mindfulness into it and, and breathing techniques by playing with the idea of that imagination and, you know, pretending to be something, be, be an animal. Because remember at this age of development as well, they're just really starting to um, move on from that, or not move on from it, because, you know, we still still play individually as adults as well but really their imagination and their creativity is really developing as well so um, so music and movement activities can be really wonderful opportunities to play engage in playful activities joy and fun activities to give them those tools and strategies to then later on bring them into the moments where we need to support them with their social skills and their emotional regulation and things like that so i go into this more in the webinar that i'm running on friday um, friday the 11th of august is the next webinar that we're offering you're welcome to join us live on that day it's at 12 o'clock i'll put the link to it in the show notes you're welcome to join us live and it's always really great if you can join live because then there's an ability uh, ability there's an availability to have questions and answer time as well but if you're still interested in it and you know that you can't make it or you're worried that you won't have time you can still purchase the webinar and then watch it in your own time which is really important because sometimes we need that space to um, bring in the new information and to watch it over and over again um, so I'll put the link to it again it's a webinar to do with toddlers and how to support them with music and movement activities um, we'll talk a little what you'll get out of the webinar is a little bit of the science behind um, the, the particular stage of development and how music and movement can support that brain function and 
um, social and emotional skills. You will get some um, practical songs and games um, to actually use in your home or in your workspace. And you'll also get um, a little worksheet to, to take notes and you know have, have that as reference for you for the future. So I'd love you to join me. Um, the webinars, I'm try really trying to keep the price down so it's really affordable for people. It's $27. The webinar goes for around 40 minutes because I'm, I'm mindful of keeping it short, sharp and give you actually practical tips to take away as well. So all the links to, all the links and the information about that are in the show notes. Um, if you've got any questions, you can, I will put my email there as well. So you can reach out that way. Um, and yeah, I hope today's podcast has given you just a little bit of food for thought, as well as some practical ideas that you can start implementing. Um, and as usual, you, you know, if you, if you like this episode, please rate it, give us a review um, share it with a friend. You can tag me on social media at moversandshakersmusic.com. Uh, sorry, at moversandshakersmusic. It's about to give you the whole website. Um, and, you know, just like with everything, just have some fun with it. Be curious about um, music and movement. And, um, yeah, I look forward to seeing you on Friday if you're joining me for the webinar. Okay, that's all we've got time for today. Have a wonderful day wherever you are. And I look forward to talking with you again soon. Okay, bye for now. Thank you so much for tuning in today. This episode was brought to you by my signature course, Music and Mindset, the most comprehensive online course for early childhood educators and carers. You can check it out at moversandshakersmusic.com.au. Remember the double O in movers, along with lots of other free resources to inspire you and boost your confidence and skills. If you love this episode, please spread the joy. Share it with a friend, tag me on social media at moversandshakersmusic. And remember to download it and give it a rating because that really helps us to continue creating content that's relevant and useful for you and for many others. I'm Christy Russell and I'm here to help you understand why music and mindset matters. See you again soon.